Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Heron, thank you very much for joining me for another episode, and we've got heaps to get through. Firstly, let's talk events. If you own a Mutaguzzi, we are celebrating 100 years of Mutaguzzi. Uh, internationally with the Motoguzzi NZ Tiki Tour. This is happening out of Lake Okatana Lodge, about 30k's uh, the other side of Rotorua. If you own a Motoguzzi, this is absolutely free for you to come along and join us for one of two uh, rides, about 220k's long each way. One's got a bit of gravel, one's completely tar sealed. We'd love for you to come and join us. It's a navigational ride, so much the same as the BMW GS Rally or the uh, Triumph Tiger Adventure ride we did earlier in the year. This is happening on the 15th to the 17th of October. For more information, head to Facebook and uh, search out Motoguzzi NZ Tiki Tour. And the other event is the GS Rally 2021, happening November 5th and 6th. We've got access to Riverhead and Woodhill Forests. This is north of Auckland, and it's going to be a whole heap of fun. Generally, uh, you show up on a Friday night, sign on, Saturday's the ride, Sunday you head home. Uh, and uh, if you sign in, you get you know the route sheets, or you can get a GPS, GPX file. And uh, dinner both nights is included as well. More information on this, search GS Rally NZ. That's G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E-N-Z. Uh, I really love for you to come for come for a ride on the GS Rally. You don't have to have a BMW for the GS Rally. You can come along on anything, as long as it can handle a bit of gravel. Right, that's our events dealt with. Let's talk some news and some gear. Cardo have released new firmware updates for their products. Of course, Cardo Systems are the makers of the PackTalk Bold, the PackTalk Slim, the Freecom, uh, and a bunch of other stuff like that. If you've got a Cardo, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't have a Cardo, go to an earlier episode of the podcast and have a listen to that, and then go to motogear.nz or motogear.co.nz, and uh, you can see all the prices for Cardo gear there. So the creators of the only IP67 rated waterproof helmet integrated communications, the PackTalk Bold and Slim, among other things, have released a new firmware update for their gear. Some new features announced along with improvements and bug fixes include the ability to mute your mic when in mesh mode and improvements to the Siri controls for iPhone users. And if you're like me, sometimes Siri just doesn't stop listening. You say, hey Siri, now she's going to ding at me. And you talk and she just doesn't kind of register that you've made a command. Uh, and she just keeps listening and then it's just a, a, a cluster F from there on in. Uh, so uh, this update, I did it on my Cardo, it actually fixed that, made it a lot better. So um, that is a positive thing. Now if you're in two minds about updating your device, highly recommend you do, as keeping your device up to date with the latest firmware is a great way, and probably the best way, to ensure it works 100% of the time. Nine times out of ten when somebody says their device is malfunctioned, it isn't working correctly, a firmware update is the easiest fix and let's be honest once you have the cardo updating software on your computer it's really easy plug it in hit go and it does all the work for you so uh, check out the cardo pack talk bold more information on this at motonz.com apple you know the makers of the iphone they've come out and said don't 
bar mount your iPhone. Don't put your iPhone on the bars. Now we've known for a while that the uh, iPhone 11 and 12 don't particularly like high frequency vibrations. The likes given off by motorcycle engines and finally Apple have acknowledged this too. In a service bulletin released on 10th September, Apple says exposing your iPhone to high amplitude vibrations within certain frequency ranges, specifically those generated by high power motorcycle engines, can degrade the performance of your your phone's camera system. Brands like Quadlock have known this for a while also and that's why they released a vibration dampener to go along with your bar mount. Uh, it seems that Apple have finally cottoned on to this and uh, potentially won't be covering you with the manufacturer warranty if, you do, if your phone does die because of this. There's a, full, there's a link to the full update from Apple on the website motonz.com. Not entirely sure at this stage if it's some motorcycles that are worse than others. There is circumstantial evidence to suggest that single uh, single piston engines are worse than twins, triples or four bangers. Uh, possibly riding on dirt and gravel is worse than tarmac. That said, personally I've had an iPhone XR for about three years now. It's done close to 80,000 kilometres on the bars of various bikes in all conditions and terrains. Molesworth, Rainbow, 40 second traverse, Forgotten World Highway. It's been from Auckland to Wellington on State Highway 1 as well. Uh, it's still fine, so maybe there's something to be said for older tech. But given the cost of these devices, eh, it, pay, it pays to play it safe and keep it in your pocket for now. That rounds off the news! Alright, catching up with Nathan, One Ton. You might have seen the brand based out of Taranaki One Ton Motorcycle Gear. Firstly, g'day Nathan, welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. G'day Ray, yeah, good, good to hear from you. Yeah, I touched base with you last week. Now this is, man, we, we're going to cover some ground here. I touched base with you last week after seeing One Ton, the brand, for the first ever time. And I said, Nathan, I want to try out some of your gear. You said, yeah, sure, I'll send you some, um, some adventure touring gear. You sent me yep. the AP jacket and pants and first things first before we even talk about the gear your service is ridiculously quick oh thank you um yeah as soon as we get an order in we try to get that order out either that day i mean if it's past the the time that the courier's been yeah we'll get it out the very following day normally if a customer does order they will they will have it within two well one to two days normally within new zealand we first spoke on wednesday you said yep thursday I sent you my sizing Friday and the gear arrived on my doorstep Monday. That would be right. Man, you, I, I, I can't keep up with you already. Now, you sent me the Apex jacket, uh, Apex Adventure Touring jacket, Apex Adventure Touring pants, and you said in my in your emails, you're going to be blown away. You're going you're gonna to love this gear. I know you're going to love it. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. Nathan's spinning me some yarns. But no, it arrived, and, and, and this, is not, this is not me blowing it up for the media. This is actual my reaction. I am very, very impressed. Yep, it is a very high-end jacket. Um, that particular jacket, we are aiming to hit um, the very top of the market, you could say, um, and at a fraction of the price of what other brands would be selling at a similar item at. Um, and, yeah, we were hoping that you'd be impressed with it. Let's talk price. Let's talk price just quickly. The Apex yep. Adventure Touring Jacket, what's that worth? Three ninety nine. So that, that's actually our, our most expensive textile jacket, but... The, the features that are in it, 
uh, uh, just that, um, you could say that they're amazing. Um, you, you're saying, automatic- but the features that are in it are amazing as if you need to justify it. You don't, I don't think, I honestly don't think you need to justify this. So you've got three ninety nine for the jacket, two ninety nine for the pants, and if I went purely on that price bracket, I'd go, ah, you know, it's it's base level stuff, you know, it's no drama. Um, but I, I honestly, I want to rave about this gear. I've worn it for one ride, and I want to rave about it. For less than a grand... What's well, two nine nine three hundred plus four hundred? What's that? It's seven hundred bucks for a yep. full kit, yep. and it's it's so good. Let's talk about the features. We're talking three layer jacket, three layer pants. Uh, we've got magnetic domes. Now, talk to me about these. These are these are yep. actually really cool. Yeah, they are really cool. Um, I haven't yet seen it on another jacket, um, and I, I, so I, I don't know whether or not you have either. But um, so you put the jacket on, you do the main zip up. And normally you'd have to do up an indiv- each individual dome. But with this particular jacket, you just move the flap sideways and every single dome will do up itself automatically. Um, and the reason why they do that is because they're not domes, they're actually magnets. And they hold themselves shut really well. You think magnets are, it won't be that strong. It's actually a really good clip as the magnet kind of clips into place. You mentioned yep. domes, yeah, you've got to do every dome up individually. You mentioned Velcro. Uh, well, you didn't mention Velcro, but I'm going to mention Velcro. Um, the, sometimes the stitching from the edge of the Velcro can pull away after, you know, a couple of years of use, ripping that jacket open. And these domes, these magnetic domes are brilliant. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, so they're rear earth magnets. And if, yeah, if anyone, if you've ever used rear earth magnets, they are very hard to pull apart. And, um, so yeah, these aren't going to blow off open in the wind. How's the waterproofing of the uh, Apex Adventure Touring gear? So we use a Samtex waterproof membrane, and that membrane is one that is extra waterproof, and the the it's it lasts an extra long time. So the longevity on that waterproof membrane is is really really good. Um, so when you're talking about a waterproof membrane, is this this is one of the the layers of the jacket? Yes, that's the, the middle layer. It is the middle layer, correct? Yep. Cool. So uh, if you if you know you're going out on a nice s- hot summer's day, you can take the thermal layer out. You take the waterproof layer out, and you're away laughing. But um, yeah, and the, you, you open up the air vents as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the um, the jacket's got uh, two massive air vents on the chest, which um, I've been doubling as uh, I've been doubling as pockets. Oh, I'm not actually. I don't know if you're meant to, but I worked out I can tuck my phone in there, and there's Velcro at the oh, bottom, and there's zips down yeah. the side, and I felt like it was pretty secure. Yep. No, you probably could do that. Um, there's that many features on the jacket that I haven't. I mean, I'm I'm still opening up the jacket now. Um, I still find new stuff every now and then because um, I, I didn't actually design this jacket myself. Some of the jackets that we make, I design. This particular one was designed overseas by a high-end manufacturer, and I'm still finding new stuff. So when you talk about pockets on the front, it's like, and I don't think those are actually classed as pockets, but you could use them as pockets. Speaking of pockets, uh, the pants, they've got two zippy pockets kind of on the upper thigh, and then you've got two cargo pockets down the side there as well. Then you've got two hip pockets on the jacket. There's pockets for Africa. There are, yep, and I just found two more pockets today that were hidden on the inside. So, uh, yeah, there are pockets for Africa. Um, if you have a look on the waterproof membrane, there's actually two hidden pockets inside the waterproof membrane. And on a lot of motorbike jackets, the pockets will not be waterproof. But th- these actual pockets within the waterproof membrane are actually made out of the membrane. 
so, so they're definitely waterproof. So we're talking two large chest vents. We've got a uh, two, uh, two, two-way, no, two-way full arm air vents, two rear arm vents, kind of exhaust vents, two back vents, which, you know, open them up, let everything out. We've got seven reflective panels. Um... I'm, I'm actually in heaven. I put the gear on. I went for a jaunt over the Rimutaka Hill. It was um, single digits as, as far as temperature on the other side. And yep. uh, I was toasty. I was almost too warm, in fact. Yeah, it's very good in the, in the cold conditions. Then you um, take everything out. And, yeah, it's great for the warm conditions as well. All right, something for the non-adventure riders, because uh, you do more than just this Apex Adventure touring gear. What else have you got? To run me, run, give me an overview of your, of, your, of, your, um, of your range. Okay, so the next step down from that particular jacket is um, a jacket that we call the All-Season Explorer. All-Season meaning that it's designed for all year round, and it's a really good value-for-money jacket at only $199. Um, it, it too has a three three layer system. Um, the it has hard German armour. Um, it's just a really good value for money jacket. It's our top selling jacket. Um, the and then we we also have a number of other different jackets. Just we we try to cover every price range. So from someone getting into the market to mid range, which the all season explorer is like the the mid range jacket. And then we have this Apex jacket that you've tried out, and that's like our top of the range. And yeah, so and then of course you've got the uh, the leather stuff as well. Uh, you've we got do, yes. hoodies, you've got race suits, you've got gloves, boots, helmets, knee sliders. You've got a bit of motocross yep. gear there as well. If you want to see the full range, one ton That's one t o double n e dot co dot nz. Uh, we can contact you and ask questions there as well, Nathan. You sure can. Just um, you look up the top. It says contact on our website and flick me an email or ring me. And uh, yeah, I can answer any questions. Brilliant, Nathan. Well, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. I tell you what, uh, mate of mine, Todd, we're off to do the Molesworth Road um, next month, Labour Weekend. So really looking forward to putting the gear to, to the test and and all the elements. And maybe we'll catch up um, later in October, early November, and we can um, we can uh, compare notes. That sounds great. Time to head over to the mighty Taranaki catch up once again with Rodney O'Connor, Eurobike Wholesale. Uh, Rodney, welcome. Great to have you on the podcast once again. Yeah, morning, Ray. How you going? Good, 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 good. Uh, now, we've mentioned previously your website, eurobike.co.nz. You've got all your brands, all your products, and uh, insider information where you've you've kind of uh, you've spilt that information in your brain out to a written form, which is brilliant. But I wanted to have a quick yarn with you about GV. Now, I've mentioned before, You've, uh, you're a T7 rider, and you've got a T7 that's kitted out with GV. Um, and I do see, I follow you on social media, I see your, your containers arriving from time to time. But GV have got a, a new rackless uh, luggage system, I, I hear. Yes, they have. Um, and you've caught me off guard. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure of the, of the code off the top of my head, but it is a, it's a new um, soft luggage pannier system. Um, so basically, it's, they call it a seat base, or it's like a harness that straps over the rear of the bike and straps onto the bike. And then from there, you can um, you can use that to attach soft bags, um, and, and it's perfect for the GV roll top waterproof bags. That's really what it's designed for, um, and it's it's a great way you can have the larger bags or smaller bags, so you can tailor how much you're carrying. Uh, the GV waterproof stuff actually works really well. I, I know this from experience where I have had my T7 
um, in a river and not upright. Um, so, uh, but honestly, it, the, the bags I had on there went under the water and everything was bone dry inside. So I know that they work. They really are good. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a great way. Soft luggage, when you're doing serious off-roading, is a, where you're likely to drop the bike. Um, it does last quite well. It doesn't get dented or smashed like, um, like the hard luggage can. Um, and, and you know, if you do have a big one and it tears, it's, it's cheaper to replace as well. I know it can be a little bit daunting for people who, who are going, man, I, I want luggage, and is one of those names that you see everywhere, and they've just got such a massive range that you don't really know where to start, whether that's a top box or a pannier system or the soft luggage we're talking about. Um, but am I right in saying GV, GRT721 Canyon Soft Luggage Saddle Base? That's where you start. That's the one, yep. Yep, you're exactly on it. Brilliant. Um, That's so that, the one we're talking about. Yep. This has got the uh, the high density PU coating, so it's it's is is it almost bomb proof? Like it's it's it looks pretty solid. It's pretty rugged. Yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't actually used this one myself yet, but um, I use the GRT seven one nine Canyon pannier um, bags, which are made from the same materials. And on that T um, seven, I have dropped it. It's been been sliding up the gravel and they you scrub them clean and they look brand new still they they've literally really hardly a mark on them so they do last really well so this gear is rugged it is designed to be used in a proper adventure riding scenario where you know you might be going somewhere technical and you're possibly going to drop your bike it should do the distance can't say guarantee i mean you know crashes happen and, and bad stuff happens you know it's it's you can't be 100% certain every time, but from the testing that I've done personally, they work really well. They're good. So if I'm getting a bit of adventure going on, it might not be on the T7, it might be on another bike. Um, what, what do you reckon would be a, a good uh, starting point? The uh, the soft luggage, uh, saddle base, couple of bags, maybe a tank bag or something like that? Yep, yep, definitely. Um, from experience, if you can get panniers on your bike somehow, that's better than having something up high at the back. So... Top boxes are great and they're convenient, but they do put the weight up high, which does make the bike a little bit more top heavy. Um, so having the luggage on the sides down low, with the, you know, having the bulk of the weight there is going to make the bike easier to handle, easier to pick up if you drop it, um, and, and a bit more stable at high speed as well. Um, so yeah, definitely if you can get panniers on there, great, soft panniers, hard panniers, whatever you want, that's the best thing. Then some some space at the top at the back. But if you start getting lots of luggage on the back, it will load up the back. So having a tank bag to put some, some heavier things, I generally carry all my tools in my tank bag because that puts a bit of weight forward as well uh, and that it helps even out suspension a little bit. Brilliant. And uh, Matthew Day Gillett, our offsider, he's been running uh, your pannier system on uh, Rosie the Rally, the Honda CRF250L Rally. Um, and he loves right. it. So, um, yeah, yep. that's that's something to be said for that. But, yeah, uh, jump on eurobike.co.nz, uh, click on brands, go to GV, and, man, there's a huge range. Uh, bike covers, lights, uh, you've got side stand supports, you've got sump protection, handguards. I don't know how you manage to keep up with this massive uh, back catalogue of gear. It is a challenge. There is a, there are a lot of products, and they are very popular. We we sell quite we sell a lot of it. So we've got container loads coming in regularly, um, and and it, it flies out the door. It's popular. It's good, and we get great feedback. It's um it's very rare for us to have any negative comments on the GV products. They're well priced. 
good quality gear, and they're, they're well thought out and designed for real motorcycling. Now, I mentioned your website, eurobike.co.nz, but you don't sell direct to the public. People can ask questions, all the information's up there. Uh, what do they do? They go on your website, they get the mod- model number, and then they go to their local bike shop and, uh, and ask for it by name. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we're a distributor only. We don't have a retail facility. We, we just uh, provide information and send the products to the bike shops. But yeah, jump on our website, by all means, have a look. Send us a query if you if you want to ask a question, we can try and help out. But your local bike shop's really the place to go. Get up, get a good relationship with the, the team there because um, they're the ones who are going to be able to help you in a hurry. Um, if anything happens, um, you, you want somewhere to take your bike for servicing, support them and go and see your local bike shop. That's that's the best way to go. Um, and, and at the moment, most of the bike shops are able to sell online or um, by phone call so you know it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go and see them you can check out their their website or give them a call most bike shops are pretty happy to sort things out for you remotely well we talked to him last week it is todd old mate todd riding the tiger 800 how's your week been bud it's been pretty good and we've been doing some planning haven't we it's been, uh, it's been really been a bit, exciting a bit fun <laughs> you know these, these trips kind of all start a bit theoretical and it's only when you start getting into some of the details you get you get that itch it's like oh hang on this is becoming real i'm making real commitments here I, I might even be putting down money on things yeah well okay so i've put down some money i've got a ferry booking but i got the more expensive one which is more refundable because COVID um, yes. and I've got I some I did the same I did the same oh good 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 oh so you, you've got your ferry yes I booked a ferry yeah I, I did the same thing uh, I, I went for the more refundable booking hang um, on now hang on did we get the same day for the ferry that's a good question I'm going across Saturday uh, Friday or Saturday for me no Saturday yeah it's Saturday I'm, I'm going Saturday till Monday yes is that same as you yes yes yes, yes. okay yes. good well, the, well, that's good. It looks like we can ride together. Otherwise, yes. it'd be quite embarrassing <laughs> if, we, if we had different days. Uh, one of us goes across Friday. One comes go across Saturday. Oh, I'm here. Where are you? Um, I'm, okay. I'm on the other yeah, side of the pond. we on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, accommodation. Uh, it turns out, uh, so uh, Molesworth obviously is basically Blenheim through to Hanmer. Um, yes. I thought we'd go down and then maybe take another road back. Uh, but accommodation in Hanmer is pretty chocker. Chocker and expensive. So this, the, what, what I saw is that what is available is, yeah, it's, it's probably more than two lads would pay for just going for a, a trip for the weekend. <laughs> um, I mean, if I was taking my wife somewhere, I think, yeah, I would pay the extra, you know, as a, as a nice trip. But um, yeah, I think we just need somewhere to sleep so we can get up and keep going the next day. Mm, mm, mm. Um, a place that's a, probably about half an hour further from Hanma, it's called Wyal. Wyal, W-I-A-I-A-U. Um, just over the river, around a little bit closer to the coast. Uh, there's a holiday park there. It's pretty cheap. Um, I've tentatively booked a couple of uh, units there. Um, and, that'll do. And, and that'll give us the option if we want to, after we've done the Molesworth Sunday morning, either going up State Highway 1, or we could loop around and go up uh, the Lewis Pass. Those are my two options. Uh, ideally, I'd like to go up the Rainbow Road, but the Rainbow Road will be closed. Yes, because I think it opens up a bit later on in the year. Um, as we, uh, as uh, well, I saw that two years ago. So yeah, uh, we, we, I was planning that trip, and it was uh, a little bit too far. Um, well, sorry, it was a little, we were there a little bit too early because we wanted to be there for the Molesworth opening the first weekend. Yeah, so the um, Rainbow Road opens on Christmas. 
on Boxing Day. Ah, right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's much further down the road. Well, I, I reckon Lewis Pass because I, you know me, I really like going on the uh, twisty tarmac as much as I do the gravel. Uh, gravel is good, but twisty tarmac, I, I'm a fan of as well. So I would say Lewis Pass and then head up over towards Nelson would be a decent round loop yep. to head back. So we go to Nelson. Uh, that's probably because Nelson's a great place to stay for the night. Uh, maybe Monday that we'd have the option of going around the coast uh, through Polaris or maybe uh, the trip that uh, Matthew Day Gillett and I did at the start of the year, we could go and do, uh, I think it's called Mangatapu Track, which is this craggy, gnarly uphill out the back of Nelson. And then you go straight down the hill on the other side down to Polaris. Um, so if we go and stay in Nelson, that'll give us the op- opportunity to do that if we des- so desire. Oh, there you go. We can see how we're feeling. Um, may- maybe we'll see if we've had any flat tires or mechanical problems on the Molesworth and we're feeling energetic about more adventure or it's one of those uh, get me home sort of things. Um, but hey, it's nice to have options. Um, as far as communications go, we've been using, you've, you've got a Senna unit and I've got a Senna Anacardo. Um, any chance I can talk you into getting one of these devices here, this Cardo Pack Talk Bold? Well, I tell you what, as you uh, as you put on your salesman hat for Cardo, uh, I am happy to say that I have one being shipped to me as of right now. So oh, brilliant! I actually made that purchase during the week, might I say? Uh, this is what happens when you start to plan a trip. You think of all the extra accessories you need to buy, and you end up spending. Way too much money on all the extra stuff. And you spend so your cold I, hard cash as well. It's kind of the opposite of what we do. We talk people into giving giving, giving us stuff to test. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I paid for this one. <laughs> so um, Carter can pay me for this one. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, – I, I, I got the top model. I, I got the top model because um, I've had my center for uh, maybe – four years now. And I had another center for another three years before that. So I've been with center for a while. That was mostly because my, um, my dad has a center and, you know, it kind of makes sense when you, you kind of match up with whoever you ride with the most. Um, but since I'm riding with you a fair bit, then I think Cardo is probably a good bet as well as you showed me that the Cardo works reasonably well to connect to the center using that extra what was it the second second telephone on the center you can hook up to the yeah system. yeah 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 so um what well, cardo this is going to turn into a sales pitch for cardo as we know uh <laughs> cardo is the only one that's got an ip67 rating which is kind of a big deal for me um but yeah cardo and Sina they can connect to each other with the center using its phone connection so you basically tricking- second phone the second phone connection yeah. second, second bluetooth that's it your first bluetooth goes to your phone the second bluetooth goes to the cardo you, you're kind of tricking the the, the center into thinking it's connecting to a phone as opposed to the opposition brand of of communications equipment but i tell you what if we've both got those um pack talk bolds it's going to be a great test because i've never actually done anything like that with the pack talk so we'll be able to you know put it through its paces see how far away we can connect to each other and and use all those um uh, those benefits of of uh, mesh connectivity. I think they call it DMC. So, so when you fall off, you want me to keep riding down the road a couple of hundred meters or a few kilometers just to see how far it goes when you stop squealing. And then I know we've reached the limit and then I'll measure the distance back and then I'll come and lift the bike off you. Is we that know that it's going to be me falling off. We've established that you are the superior rider. I'm not going to even play those games. But I tell you no, what. No, no, no. I, I, I'm the one that falls off because I push the limit too much. So I have to uh, I have to be careful. I, I, I mentioned the Chris Birch training last week. I was the first one to fall off 
this was in a straight line. We were practicing sliding into corners on a on the straightest piece of gravel road you've ever seen. Um, and yes, I was the first one to low side and fall off. So uh, I am known to test the limits. So uh, it's not guaranteed to be you, but uh, if it is you, I will ride away and test that pack talk for you. Well, I'll tell you what, if you are the first one to fall off, I cannot guarantee that I won't point and laugh before I help you up. Well, hey, you have a video camera, so that's okay because uh, <laughs> it's your job to make sure you capture the action. So just make sure that you, uh, you see me falling. Otherwise, you've, you haven't done your job very well. Okay. All right. It's uh, it's a deal. We're going to the Molesworth Labor Weekend. We are riding down Saturday, riding to Nelson Sunday, and I guess we're going home Monday, and um, it'd be rude not to record the whole thing for the podcast. So I'm looking forward to it. Tiger versus uh, Tenere. I reckon I've got the T7. You've got the T8. The T8. Oh, oh yeah. 800. Tiger 800. Right. Got it. Yeah. No, sorry. I, that did not click for me. Um <laughs> Good, good one. Well, I suppose good it's one, not Ray. their marketing it. campaign, is it? Right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast once again. I look forward to uh, catching up uh, and talking further about this uh, this trip. But I think we've got the the backbone nailed. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to getting those finer details uh, honed in as we get uh, get closer week by week. And that about ramps up the show. Thank you very much for sticking with us. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. If you want to get hold of me, my name's Ray Heron. You can email me podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well. Check out the website, motonz.com. And that is kind of bringing everything together in one kind of hub thing there. And check out Matt's website on throttle.co.nz. Heaps in the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine as well. Easy way now to find that magazine kiwirider.co.nz so that's your that's your homework that's your reading for the week make sure you check out all that hit subscribe and like on this podcast and share it with a writing buddy of yours love you for that and uh, well, it would help spread the word about this podcast now, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast my name is Ray Heron thank you very much for listening we'll be back in seven days time <laughs>